Everything I spit rare, we sound in that great area podcast. They talk about hip hop all the way in the UK, so they gon' get props. Ooh, let me catch it, let me catch it once again. Every time I'm spitting, I'll be for the uh, for the people that listen to us, they'll know how this works. They know how Discord's discussion works. But for those who have never listened to an episode of it, we will we will share how it works now. So basically, we or Discord's discussion is a series in which we celebrate some of our favorite artists. We pick or we usually separate an artist's career into three eras. For this one, a very special edition, we've done four. So you'll have two parts. And we basically each pick a song within an era and talk about why we've selected that song, whether it's one of our favorites or if it reminds us of a certain time in our lives. And we just go through that person's career. And um, as I said, celebrate celebrate what they've, what they've done. Um, and this week is probably one of our favorite people, let alone artists, and it's Mac Miller. And what was that noise? I don't know. What, yeah, what was that noise, nice, man? It was, a, it was a nice yeah, sound effect, though. What the <laughs> fuck that? Yeah. I don't know what the hell. Yeah. Oh, I know what that is. A nice flow. I know what that is. <laughs> it's from my Google yeah. calendar. It's the notification <laughs> for the fact that I should be on this call now. <laughs> we, we need that on the soundboard. <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> we need that. Okay. Should we run, run through the errors or should we just get straight into the first error? What are we doing? Run through. Give them a run through, innit? Yeah, give I'll them a run through. They need a run through. A yeah, long we'll get a run through. Okay, so so like I say, four errors this time. The first error, we've called it Easy Mac with the cheesy raps. So Mac's career between 2007 and 2011. So the mixtape error up until the debut album. Error two is 2012 to 2014. We've called that It Must Be The Drugs. So Macadelic to Faces, those times. Error three, 2015 to 2017. We've got his major label, major label debut and just the overall evolution of his sound into things like the Divine Feminine. And last but not least, error four, Swimming in Circles. Okay, so Kieran, you're kicking us off for error one. So what's your mm. pick? Boyd and Frozen Pizza. Oh, a classic. Straight in, I like it. Mm. Kids. Hey, cool aid and frozen pizza. It's the work of all I ain't talking Mona Lisa. Great starting point that. That was my actual introduction to Matt Miller, by the way. I think like it was a lot of people's song. introduction to Mac mm-hmm. Miller. That song popped off, what, in 2010, 2011 time? Like, that was the big song for yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, it came out 2010, but I think I heard it sort of spring, early summer 2011. That's okay. when I, yeah, that was the first time I heard it, yeah. I, I was... So, Kieran, how come? Oh, yeah, go on. I was going to say... Oh, sorry, Sam. I was going to say, ahead, I was gonna say Kieran and me were on a massive, like, Dat Piff binge around these times, so we were listening to a lot of music, like... 2010 times 20 2009 sorry and uh i don't know if kieran sent me this or the whole mixtape i don't know if, if what kieran remembers but go on kieran um i don't i don't, i'm gonna be real this mac era is a weird one for me because like he was all over the radio and kind of i don't know i just wasn't feeling him um <laughs> i don't even know when i first heard this song no I, i'm feeling i'm feeling emotional after listening to that song though because i don't know um I heard this maybe like a year ago. I don't know if I heard it when it dropped, but I don't, it just resonated with me. Some of the lyrics, I was like, wow, he really knew where he was going to end up. 
he definitely wasn't there at this point, but you could see the the brags he was making actually came true, um, which isn't something you see that often. Yeah, it just it just resonated with me a lot. It's like his juicy this song. Yeah, and it feels happy. It feels so happy and mm-hmm. innocent. That's what I mean. Yeah, like. There's no dark bits in it. I feel like the only dark line is probably like, I'm climbing up the Great, Fall, um, great Wall, haven't f- fallen yet. And it's like, that's quite ambiguous anyway. That's kind of like, maybe he's like talking about the music industry. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, just, it's just happy. One thing though mm. about this era of Mac, even though kind of Sean's called it Easy Mac with the cheesy raps, right? That wasn't cheesy. That was just kind of like the. That wasn't. That was like the snapback skateboard so, type music. That was. That's big why I picked this tune because I find this era so cheesy. Like mm. even where it's like the raps are good, there's just like cheese as well. But this this one isn't that. Oh dear. Well, yeah. Like, well, he his name before Mac Miller was Easy Mac, and uh, I I don't know where the whole cheesy Mac thing came from. I think it was just around this era he was kind of lumped into that frat rapper bracket or that sort of sub-genre. Yeah. And in like fairness, Asher a lot of the music was... Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Kieran. I mean, I... So like I said, I first heard Mac Miller and this song specifically around sort of mid-2011 and instantly was like drawn towards him because there was that innocence, that fun. It was just... That, that whole summer was... Mac Miller was playing the whole time. You know what I mean? It was just... It was the vibe for a how old were we what 17 at the time or something like that um it wasn't until i would say there was 27 Blue Slide park where i kind of <laughs> Theo doesn't know no age <laughs> oh, God. it wasn't, it wasn't until Blue Slide park where i was like oh this this isn't clicking with me and i started to kind of yeah i, I weren't really checking for for mac after that Blue Slide park was uh was a disappointing debut but i mean we can get more into that a bit later on but yeah, mm. this this was like the, the the kind of the peak of that era for me. This kind of this kind of yes. stuff that he was making. I'm gonna I'm gonna be real. Like, I, I like it in hindsight this period, but in um, it's only era two from where I started liking Mac as a rapper. But I think this one, there's one single. I wonder if anyone chooses it, but that one I like. Um, yeah, but I think we should move on. Man's doing the man's calling all the shots. That's just time to move on. Fuck all that. Kiri's got somewhere to be. Just (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear what the next pick is, whether it's that single I'm talking about or not. Who's next? Is it me? All right. Was it you? Sam, you're next. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, you're next. My pick is from a project that I really, really enjoyed. It's got strong ties to kind of sixth form coming of age times. And for me, this project came out near my birthday. So I'm always a fan of anything that comes out near my birthday because I would, well, nowadays it's a bit different. I feel like much music doesn't come out in March because of the pandemic or whatever. But this came out like the week of, maybe the week after my 17th birthday and I was already a Mac Miller fan. So I had him in my uh, in my peripheral vision. And uh, this project has bangers like Donald Trump and In The Air, which... I know to most people those don't sound like bangers and obviously Donald Trump is cancelled now. But back then, Donald Trump was a wavy guy. But a song I've chosen is called Wear My Hat. Hey, trying to be a little bit more. Yeah. Hat. That's good. When it's the best day ever. Yeah, that song to me, I don't know. It just 
felt good at the time. Back then days, I wasn't driving. I used to ride my bike everywhere. And that song just had good bike ridey vibes. Like I used to just ride my bike, listen to that. The beat's nice. The lyrics are easy. And it kind of had like a, not not like Motown, but like a kind of soul-ish feel to it with the end bit where he's kind of just like talking shit and saying some dumb stuff, which is kind of indicative of like what Kieran said of what he was like in the future where he was making less rap music and more kind of just like spoken word based singy ish type stuff like he's kind of singing on the hook but not singing too much so yeah for me in era one that was like one of if not my favorite max songs and obviously donald trump but donald trump is a bit cheesy and i i feel like this whole project kind of resonated with me because some of the samples used were from songs that i'd been listening to at the time like there's a sufjan stevens sample on donald trump and i just listened to that album the year before and i was like oh my god like I'm like up to date with music. Like people are sampling the shit that I listen to. So like, I'm really locked in, but yeah, I feel like that's kind of what that song solidified my, uh, my liking of Mac. Cause it was just a creatively mm. good song and the beat was different. Yeah. I think the consensus is that um, kids is kind of his, well, of, of this period of time anyway, the, the sort of general favorite, but best day ever is I would say second. I think them two kind of come together. They did for me anyway. Like those were the two, main mixtapes that summer of 2011 that I was banging out. So yeah, that, that song that you picked got <laughs> got plenty of plays from me as well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Nice pick. Um, I haven't actually heard that in so long though. Well, I mean, other than when I was like re-listening to his discography for this, but I hadn't heard it in, oh my God, well over That's five the age. years. When I first it's aged it. very yeah. well. Mm. But the thing is, when he died, I went back and I was like, what, was, what were the songs that I used to like? So I went back and I listened to that song. I was like, yeah, this was the one that kind of made me feel like, oh, Matt Miller's got something special going on. So I listened to it quite a lot over the last couple of years, but obviously it's, uh, yeah, it's old, but it feels fine. Like it doesn't feel like as dated as stuff on kids does. And obviously some stuff on this album or mixtape does. All right. Well, um, Kieran picked my pick. So I'm going to go for, for something else. You, there's no way um, you picked Kool-Aid really. and frozen pizza going Wait, third, not Kool-Aid thinking someone else was going to pick that. Huh? No, it was no. That's why we have multiple picks each, though. Yeah, Bro, I've, yeah. I that's exactly why picks. we have it. I haven't got multiple picks. So I know yeah. mine are weird. That's that's why I say no, pick, I, I, everyone I, pick I, four I, per error, so yeah, you yeah. don't have I, to I've worry got, about someone picking. I've got more than um, a few picks because I think people are going to pick um, error three and error four. Nah, yeah, people I'm are going to try and pick some of my picks. I had to have multiple. I know I'm safe. <laughs> I know I'm looking at mine now and I know I'm fucking safe especially with Era 2 anyway so Sean so so for my pick we're going back to kids and it's good evening goosebumps man yeah, that no. song is a, that song is amazing I, can't, I, I did not think you were going to pick that man because after Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza this is the song that made me a Mac fan. I'm telling you, I that this just memories of 2011 of this song. There's just the beat, the way Mac is just riding on it, flowing, just oh, just everything. That song is oh, I love it. It's just such you a know, great song. What it is for me is the hunger in it. So, um, you know, especially on the second verse where he's kind of like, you know, he's coming for the game. He's saying, "I'm here." You know, I'm the best, and I love that. I love that, and I think what it is 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 let's be honest about this period like we've said obviously there are songs that we all like and that have stood the test of time but a lot of it is 
cheesy and hasn't aged so well and comes within that sort of frat boy rap kind of genre and whatnot but for me for this one if there was a I'm trying to go back to the time if there was someone who was really into their hip-hop and I wanted to introduce them to Mac Miller along with like a Kool-Aid and Frozen Pizza this would be the one I would have shared with them I would have said check this out not just because you know of the hunger but it's the way you know like you say the way he's riding the beat obviously like that Sam said in the chat shout out that you know Drake sample as well but there was just an energy about this one where it was like I've arrived now, you know, and um, and it's just nostalgic as hell. Just just puts me back yes. into that summer twenty eleven vibe, big time. Yeah, it's so nostalgic. That's what it's just. Ah, oh, that song's iconic. One of my favorite Mac songs. And I feel like he used to sample Period. songs that he would be listening to at that time. So obviously we got this in twenty ten, but that song by Drake had only just come out the year before. So it's like everyone was listening to that Drake mm. song, and then I. I don't remember if people were hearing Mac Miller because everyone's like, oh, he sampled Drake. Because obviously back then there wasn't really like a big place to talk about things like this. But people were definitely like looking for remix versions of songs and Chopped and Screwed and whatever else was happening. So I feel like I heard a Chopped and Screwed version of Good Evening. And I was like, why do I recognize this sample more now? I'm like, oh, it's Drake. Like I didn't mm. know back then because I don't think back then there was who yeah. sampled and all that kind of shit. So it's yeah, interesting. Yeah. And I, I guess he chooses. Mm. and the other thing as well is it's not just I wouldn't have just shared it as an introductory song but if there were people out there that were like nah I don't like Mac Miller man and they were talking about songs like Donald Trump or like Knock Knock or is it The Spins I think do you yeah. know what I mean like yeah, those, spins, sorts, yeah. those sorts of tracks I would have gone no no this is the one check this one check mm. what he's saying check the beat he's rapping over Max Hip Hop <laughs> listen, listen to this guy this mm. would have been the one yeah, man. And there, but there's some, there's a couple of things now listening back that just, they kind of, they, they hit a little bit differently. Like when he says stuff like young and so much time to go, it's like, oh. He said he could stick around a hundred more yeah. years. Yep. He mm-hmm. barely made it another 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? But mm. also positive, positive ones are so like, I'd be on some shit they ain't done before, mm. taking over piece by piece, starting from the core. It's like, he started mm. with like raps and boom bap and stuff. And then I say it escalates mm. to the later stages of his career of the circle swimming. It's different. That's not like core yeah, hip hop yeah. at all anymore. No. Mm, prophesizing, yeah, and that's what I mean about how he was kind of coming for the game. Like he, he was, he was announcing himself. Like I'm, I'm here with this generation. Mm-hmm. Like we, we speak about it a lot with your Kendricks, your Coles, your Crits, whatever. He was like, I'm here too. Put me in that that conversation. He's always had a sense of his own mortality, though, because even in this song, he says, "I hope they're serving beer in hell." I'm like, ah, <laughs> you've mm. always kind of had yeah, a, had a mind like- for these things. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this. Absolutely. Right, Theo, your turn. Right, so, yeah. So, I was going to pick Good Evening, seeing as I love that song and that song, is resonant, but it's a good thing I had a backup. So, my pick is on kids as well, but you'll be lucky to know it's not off the main kids, it's off the deluxe version. So, it's Back in the Day. Yeah, so it's just it's just a nice chill vibe, but it's also like the lyrics that Max saying he takes you in the insight into what it was what it's like growing up, and just he's he's also showing his um, obviously his harmonising and his ability to sing as well because that's what he wanted to actually do when he was growing up. He wanted to be a singer, but when he heard hip hop, that's what he wanted. So he's showing you both sides of the coin, really he's showing you his singing ability and his rapping ability and some of the lyrics, just uh, how he painted that picture within that song of just 
yeah, everyone looked at him just like an average Joe kid. You're not going to make it out in hip hop or any, anything, but he, he's striving and he's made his way along. And obviously the hook references that's because he's now laughing because he's he's there. He's he's followed his dream. It's just a nice, it's a nice, it may, it, it's a song that I can listen to and I can smile Not in regards to Mac because there's certain songs that I listen to and it just, well, I don't know, it just breaks my heart. Just makes me think that Mac is still, I just wish he was still here. But at least I listen to that song and it's positive and I feel, I feel happy and smile. Even though he's up in the stars now, I can have a positive outcome. Hmm. Reminds you of simpler times. <clears throat> yeah, that song. exactly. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting that three of us picked a song from kids. It just shows mm. you that for this era, that's, that's what really defines him for most yeah. people. Mm. Because Blue, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. we said, Blue Slide Park was not a good debut. Like, just it just didn't grip people like he thought it would. But I just didn't like the way Mac was presented in like radio and just like just how how he was being. Um, put out there it's like this is this is what he is because i wasn't enjoying what i was hearing at all um mm. i feel like if i was shown these songs though like all four that we listened to back in those days there's no way i would have denied it because it's like how can you hate on someone that's just like being themselves and like it's good raps as well but mm. that wasn't what i was hearing on the radio uh i like donald trump that was the single i was talking about because like i don't know i guess i like the sample but i don't know i just, just bad, blue like, i hated I was one of the Mac haters back in the day. I don't. I don't think. You're well, at least you're being honest. Hating. At least you're being. Yeah, you're being he, honest. He didn't exactly. deserve it though. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like it had to be one of us in the group in it. And I, I feel so bad now because I know like oh, you that shouldn't drove him. You shouldn't feel bad nah, because Blue Slide, Blue Slide Park though, like was such a letdown as a debut man. The sounds mm. like you know like obviously the picks that we mm. picked. If you like listen to that, it's so much that when you get to Blue Slide Park, you are not hearing any of what we picked. This is what was so listening to it. I was, yeah. oh. This is what's so disappointing about it. Like you get this nice feel coming from kids. And you saw the potential there. Then you get Blue Side Park, and the sound is just off. I don't know what I don't know what One it was. Though, like Blue you can Side hear Park. how he's rapping. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say the rapping's amazing, and, and some of the videos. Yeah, the rapping's good. good, exactly. Frip, yeah, Frip That's Park a... Market. I think I had a video that was like all UV lights and stuff like that. Yeah, it, was, it looked cool, but I was just like, I I listened to it. Uh, to be honest, I probably bought it actually because back then there was no street like there was no Spotify per se. But I never really liked it, if that makes any sense. I was mm. a bit like, oh, I'm just yeah. hearing it. You were supporting. Yeah. yeah. You are I right, think Sam, Kieran's uh, onto something. Yeah. Sorry, Phil, you go ahead. No, I was just saying that Sam's right in regards to the rapping, because that's the thing. Even though I was re-listening to Blue Side Park again, going through it, even though the sound's off, how Mac is rapping is like it's still of a really really good level it's just i don't know he didn't really find his sound yet but there's certain songs like you picked it before sam like of the soul is a great song i still think oh i forgot album. about one, that song that is the yeah. one Do you know what that's the one good song mm. of that album that is just mm. that is that's brilliant. On, yeah yeah that's on my list that was on my honorable mentions yeah. list too. that was song. the only one from blue side Park. Great song. beat off picked. that song uh, is amazing yeah. and the way great he's, song oh, the way he comes on that song is actually amazing yeah, yeah, I'm glad we shouted out that song. I think, sorry, yeah. back to what Kieran said something. I think you're onto something where it, it seemed like, I guess, in the build-up to Blue Slide Park, maybe his label, and they, it wasn't a major label, it was an independent label, but perhaps they they looked at the, the success of songs like a, a Donald Trump and Knock Knock, the, the sort of more poppy, cheesy stuff, and maybe went down that avenue for the debut because that was getting the traction. But... Really and truthfully, the better music was 
kind of the stuff that we were playing, the more kind of traditional hip hop and where he was showcasing his, okay, lyrically he wasn't amazing, but his flow and, you know, the wordplay and things like that. Perhaps that was it. But where I feel bad, and I shouldn't, but where I feel bad is that I obviously had this, this summer where I was banging out his music. You know, I was, it wasn't like I was just selecting songs. I was playing kids and uh, best day ever, you know, all the way through back to back the whole summer. And then it took this one album for me to then not really listen to him for another year and a half. And I won't say too much because we're going into the next era, but I really like, I probably listened to Macadelic once. I didn't really, I wasn't really checking for him at all because of that album. And it wasn't like I was like pissed off and I was like, you know, um, abusing the album and, and him and whatnot. But I just kind of, I was like, ah, really? You've gone down this avenue? And we had all these other artists, like a Kendrick, a Cole, like the people I've mentioned. There was just no need to go and like really put more effort in. Do you get what I mean? There was just this abundance of other rappers and music out there. But there was such good stuff, man, even in this era. Yeah, but you got to remember, in these times we were kind of sport for choice. Like you said, we had Kendricks, we had Coles, we had Drake, Jay-Z was still running the game. We had My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Nicki Minaj. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Everything was just going a bit a bit wild in the rap scene. So for, I'm not saying Matt Miller fell through the cracks, but he definitely was doing something like quiet and low key. But maybe it was one of those ones where in America, even though we over here weren't feeling him. In America, people were feeling him or else he wouldn't have got to the heights he'd got to in the later, you know, later stages of his career. Mm. Mm. And before we move on, did um, what other sort of potential picks did people have? I wanted to say, I wanted to say one. Uh, you know, BDE bonus, it's like the final yes, track. Yes, I had that. Oh, yes. That best one. one. Yeah, like, that track amazing. is such a zone out tune because it's like yeah. a one minute intro, just like creeping you in at the guitar. Mm. Like, yeah, I love yeah. that one. I have vivid memories of, of yeah, that, that song's song amazing. <laughs> from listening to it uh, back then. Like, I'm just remembering the video of just the young Matt just running with that intro. Have you seen the video? Mm. Um, baby Mac. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just, he's just running. Oh, it's just... Oh, Doesn't it merge into him? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, at the current brilliant. age on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, had, um, I had an early one. I had Cruising. Has anyone heard Cruising? Oh, uh, yeah. What shoot? Early. Oh, yeah. Early one. That is yeah, early, yeah. Mac. Yeah. Where he's flowing great on that. Song. He hasn't quite... He, he's not found his voice, really, but he's flowing on that one. Yeah. That's an early, early one. Um... I also had La La La. Well, you know what? I I shared that earlier. La 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 was, mm. yeah, it's a brilliant song. Yeah. I had, um, what's it? Sh oh, I can't remember the name of the song now. Sh Paper Sh Oh, where is it? Right, here we go. Let me have a look. It's, oh, Paper Root, because I just like the beat. Just nice vibes. Mm. It's on kids. Yeah, just before Good yeah, Evening. Because yeah, yeah. it flows into Good Evening quite well for me. That's why I like, like Paper mm. Roots. Yeah. And despite all the Blue mm. Side Park standard, I like Frick Park Market. I like Of The Soul. But yeah, I feel like yeah, those, of the soul good. those are the days where it was all about having your little playlist on uh, on your iPod. So I feel like of the soul would start my chill playlist and I'd kind of let it flow into other songs. But yeah, this mm. this era for Mac was a, an interesting one. And the next era is kind of where I guess most of us became aware or more familiar with Mac, should we say, like more fan kind of mm. power behind him. Yeah, yeah. Let's can dig ask, into that. But for, can I ask something? I missed. I missed uh, Sean's honourable mention. What, what did you say? La la la. Oh, I had. Um, I zoned so out. I had, yeah. So I had cruising early, early cut. I had mm. la la la. I had. Um, I had the same as you. I had the B bonus. I had. I had Kool Aid as I mentioned. I uh, also had one, one more that I didn't mention, 
as well as of the soul was um i'll be there with fonte just because that was that was Ooh. like the, his sort of tribute to his mum track oh, and it's yeah, a little bit emotional but I, I, I kind of didn't want to play that at the same time because it might get a little bit emotional but um you know it's not it's not like a dear mama on that level but yeah it's i don't know i feel like a lot of the legends have their their mum song like tupac and kanye you know what i mean that, that was his one um yeah but it's it's a bit tough to listen to mm. cool, right cool. era two theo you're kicking off yeah, so I think it's I think it's a bit obvious why I'm picking from era two, even though this era we've got faces and it was gutted that I really wanted to pick something from faces, but I can't because this certain song is just ah uh, man, it's just amazing. So I think we all know what it is. It's from watching movies, objects in the mirror. No better as that. that. That's my song, man. That's my song. I put a smile on my face. <laughs> Shout out for all. 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> what can it's I say? Cry. It's not like he's about to cry away. <laughs> he's in a that, sad that, place. Yeah. That song's amazing, man. I, 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 always I think that's Matt's best that song, honestly. Yeah, so I love it. I really do. I do. But that song resonates with me so much because I was, I also, um, I feel that song helped me so much in my life. And the only reason I'm sat here on this podcast is down to that song. Because oh, that song for the, that, that song from 2013 to 2014, where it's on a long distance relationship, didn't know if it was going to make it, moved from London to Oxford to try and get up to Leicester. It wasn't working at times. I didn't know what was going to happen going, for, going forward. That was the song that kept me going. And I managed to make it, and I can't say I didn't, wouldn't have made it without that song because I've banged that song out so many times. Because that that hook as well, saying "Let's leave it all in the rear view." That's what I wanted. That's that's what kept me going, and that's why I had to pick this song, man. That song is that it resonates, and I hold that song so deeply. That song's amazing from Matt Miller. What a beautiful song! It's a big tune, and it was well, only so, a couple years well, progress so. between, you know. What yes, just exactly. That That's what's mad. Now. Exactly. Completely different guy. I feel like he was trying to sober up in these times as well because he he had the drug phase the Ooh. last couple of years and now he's trying to sober up in this phase. And uh, that's when we got more woke times. Like It's definitely this. like I'm still myself even after all these drugs I've taken and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. This song though, I, I was, overlooked yeah. it. Oh, what are you saying, Sean? Oh, I was going to say, I think it's kind of between it because Macadelic times was rough with the drugs and then faces was well <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I think he was in that in between stage maybe I don't know he sounded very Looking clear on the song mm. yeah well, I was going to say yeah I overlooked this song but when he performed it in Tiny Desk concert I was like oh, oh hold yeah, on that was oh, nah because when he performed yeah. it there it was like wait I think I finally understand what this song was trying to do and yeah I listened to it on it, repeat um, that day. <laughs> did he do it on Tiny Desk or was it? Yeah, I, it was, so it was my, Tiny my Desk. My story with this one, my, my story with this one is I didn't, it didn't hit for me in the in the album. He did, released a live performance um, at the Sanctuary, which I think was his home studio. And I think the internet with the band. And I played this and it's the first time I ever got full on chills from Matt Miller because I was like, this guy isn't just like good or great he, this is like special <laughs> like, mm. I, I remember thinking and it's like you said Sam it's like how did we go in the space of or in less than two years from 
Lucy Park to this, mm. where we're talk- we're not just talking like the songwriting, but the instrumentation. I know that's like you know it's down to Pharrell, but um, you know I I I can't imagine Mac did not have an input in, on like those keys and the guitar, you know, instruments that he plays, um, the string sections. It's just a beautiful song, man. Beautiful Pharrell production song. doesn't usually sound this good as well. Like solo Pharrell. Mm. This is like next level. It normally sounds a bit mad, a bit chaotic or a little bit just kind mm. of like weird. Mm. This is like a nice, mm. this is kind of like when he works with Tyler type things, which is odd that we never really saw Tyler and Mac collab that often, but we know they were running in the same circles mm. because of, you know, the Mac's mm. affiliations with the internet and with Earl and all that kind of stuff. But mm. yeah, no, it's definitely a, a different side of Pharrell. And it's it's not it's not a new side of Mac. I feel like this is just seeing an artist progress to a point where they've gone from making what we would deem to be rubbish music into like artistic music. Mm. But he's also, that, um, oh sorry, yeah. go on. No, go on. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say he's exploring that singing voice a lot more on this mm, song, especially yeah. as well. And it it's like it's very rocky and almost like Kurt Cobain-y the way it's just like hitting that tone. I really love that. Yeah, yeah. You're saying similar stuff to what I was going to say. I was going to say he it was almost like he, we knew he he was dabbling in the singing and the melodies up until this point, but this is where he kind of found his voice, melody wise. I felt. Oh, um, I definitely agree. Yeah, definitely. Which is do an you indicator also, yeah. of things to come? I was going to say, do you find? Uh, do you also think as well the um, even though Blue Sky Park, even though it wasn't a great debut, it did well commercially. But do you think the critical reception also took a play into this, where Mac was like, "No, I need to find my, I need to try and find my sound," because yeah. this is where I feel Era Two is where he's trying to find his sound because Pitchfork rating it one is just an absolute slap in the face, man. I mean, no one wants to see that, and I don't know if that take took a real knock into Mac, and he was like, "Right, mm. I need to." need to find myself here. I need to find my yeah. own. I know I can do this. I need to find my own place within this game. Yeah, I think it was twofold. I think the the criticism had an impact on his, on his mental health and therefore the drug use and the content of his music. Absolutely. I think in terms of the sound, you might be right. I mean, maybe... Yeah, I've, I think you're right in saying he was trying to find his sound because at this point, yeah. whilst... Yes. I, this is arguably his best error, arguably. I'm not saying it is, but it arguably is. Um, and the music was definitely a step up. There was still, it was quite abstract and there was quite a lot of experimentation, relatively speaking. And you're right, I think he was trying to detach himself from whatever he was labelled previously. And now he's trying to find a new lane, I guess. Um, and sometimes it didn't work and other times it did like this, where it was just, you know, near perfection. And you know why I say that? There's just, you know why I say that? Because there's a song in this album, and I won't say it because I don't know if anyone's going to pick it, but he even, he even got a battle rapper to take the mick out of him because he wanted to get away from Easy Mac from the Easy Mac with the cheesy raps because he wanted to distance himself from that. That's why I think this was like, right, I am not that guy anymore. This is who I am. I'm going to evolve my sound. I'm going to find my sound and then carry on to what we knew Matt Miller to then... B, and that's why I mentioned it. Yeah, that's a six skip as well. Yeah, oh, it's brilliant. Okay, well, who's um, next? It's Kieran. It's Kieran, but Dan, that's taking the wind out of my sails. You know that. <laughs> that song does me every time. Boy, boy. Let's get it, Kieran. It's about to get real, real deep. 
Let's oh, put on the song. It's making me think about changing oh, my pick. Man. My pick is dumb. Like, my pick is guys, my, really favorite, my favorite out of this era, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, let me not jump into it too quick, actually. This era is it's my favorite era. It could be his best because watching movies and faces are so good, especially when faces re-dropped recently. It just sounds so much better than I ever remembered it to be. This is the Mac that I'm a fan of as well. It's weird. Like, I only started listening to his other stuff after he died. Um... Anyway, let's listen to Funeral. Man, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah. She wants to turn the video off. (laughs) Oh, God. He's going going somewhere else. He's gone. This music go with my funeral. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing to me? Sorry, man. Sorry, oh, man. This has just got massively. Be- oh, man. Jeez. If you co produced that as well, the beat is just mind blowing. I was predicting his own future. Re- well, obviously, everyone has a fucking funeral, but you know this, what I mean? <laughs> it's a, yeah. bit, it's a bit weird. It's chilling, though. Like, it's like. You know this song? Um, I was just reading. I was, I was reading something on Genius about how this song is part of a trilogy of um, "Happy mm. Birthday," "Wedding," and "Funeral." Mm. I didn't notice mm-hmm. that, but that's really cool because it's like yeah, really yeah. significant parts of someone's life. I guess he wasn't really talking about his own one, but it ended up being true. It's odd. I mean, there's there's that line that I think I've I've said to you all before, where he says, "Doing drugs is just a war with boredom." But they're short to yeah. me. It's just, oh. I mean, that line, yeah, that line is just, oh man, just it's just, yeah, yeah powerful, it's horrible, yeah, simple, it's horrible. But that, yeah, that leg of the album, like you said, there's that kind of trilogy of tracks from is it Happy Birthday, Wedding, Funeral, mm. yeah. Then you go into Diablo and Ave Maria. It's 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 a very very strong section of that tape. Oh Boy, God, there's another man. line as well. There's there's one line that just. It's, it's quite a good bar as well, but it's horrible. Oh man, I can't even read it. But I had a few abortions. Unfortunately, I forced them. Lord knows I'll turn a child to an orphan when I'm touring. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, that, that's what I, I, I just, said, yeah, man, yeah, dark. Yeah, it's bar, just dark as anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's very dark. Very, very dark. I mean, uh, this, I'm going to kind of, you know, let me know if you feel the same. I'm going to kind of recap how I felt about Mac at this point. So, like I said, after after Blue Slide Park, I became sort of, well, I was very disappointed and underwhelmed. Mm. So by the time Macadelic came around, I won't even check him. Like I said, I probably listened to it once and maybe because I saw that Kendrick was on there and Wayne, do you know what I mean? It wasn't really for Mac, so it didn't stick with me. Then... Uh, what's it called watching movies comes along and it was kind of drowned out by Kanye with Yeezus and Cole with Born Sinner at the time so that kind of crept on me over time and then this one now there were signs on Macadelic and watching movies that suggested that he wasn't in a good place but I didn't really clock at the time this one I remember listening to it when it came out because Diablo was the single so I was like right I really want to listen to this but I remember thinking is he okay like this doesn't sound good and this was one of those tracks where you're listening to it and you're like oh my goodness like this this guy needs help no but um, when these dropped as well it was weird because <laughs> i was hating on mac right and then i was like oh he's mad depressed right now this music sounds amazing and it was a bit like are we 
capitalizing on his sadness at this point because he's saying really dark stuff you know like yeah kind of stuff like i could basically commit suicide tomorrow type of thing but it's like we're just sitting there like wow this guy's making great music i'm a fan of him now i don't know it seems a bit yeah. twisted well the fu- well, the final track on the album was was recorded in the like with the sort of full process of it being his last day, basically. Um, that's how that's how bad it was. But um, yeah, I just remember this was in hindsight. You think, well, how did how did I not clock on from Macadelic and watching movies? But this one, I remember in the moment. And you're you're right; it's bittersweet because you're on one hand you're thinking this guy is in a really really bad place, but at the same time you're like, wow, the music's progressed. Like this is you know this is great stuff. Um, and, you know, I guess when we get to the next era, you think, oh, he needed that sort of criticism and the down period of the first era to then make that music. And now he's come out on the other end in a good way. But obviously knowing what then goes on to happen, it makes you think, I don't know, it makes me, it makes me feel a bit uneasy listening to, to this stuff. Um, I well, get torn, but I feel... My pick is going to be fucking tone deaf because we've had two very conscious, woke... <laughs> Max songs. My song is like the peak of his like druggy rap, like just like it's Mac. It's from Macadelic. I'll be honest, yeah. And I just really liked Macadelic at the time when I was listening to it. It was fitting in with the lifestyles living, and obviously Conscious <laughs> Mac came along. Yeah, and I, I was I was listening to Conscious Mac, but I wasn't really feeling it. And so I I know you guys are, are like, oh, you know, this era, like, did he need help? Blah blah blah, and all this kind of stuff. But I was fucking with the druggy Mac, you know, because I was doing my own thing at that time. So it's like, to be honest, I didn't uh, catch up on Mac past watching movies with the sound off until about 2016, because I just wasn't listening to anything in that kind of sonic field. I wasn't trying to hear that. I was listening to like, you know, Tame Impala and all kind of like other types of music. But yeah, my pick from this era is from Macadelic and it's Lucky Ass Bitch, which is, you know, Mac Miller, Juicy J talking about the most vile shit you can ever imagine. Oh, wretched ass bitch. Fuck we'll see you out there. Fuck me. Trying to get your hustle on. Ain't no nigga gonna pay your motherfucking bills, bitch. Fuck your own shit. Don't give a fuck. Fuck me. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that song. I just something about that song resonated with my spirit at the time. Like end of sixth form mad parties this song came on a couple times if the dj knew what they were doing <laughs> it's just for me this song's attached to good times mad times just pure wildness happening this is like prime twerk music strip club music <laughs> era futures banging <laughs> like it like for me this is this is for me what solidified that i would always bother with matt miller because it's like anybody who can make a song this vile like this disgusting about like partying has clearly experienced enough flip in my eyes to flip to the other side of partying which is like partying ain't all that and whatever and at that time i wasn't thinking that but like retroactively i can look back and anybody i see making like mad kind of aggressive or like mad like just vulgar music i'm like oh they have the potential to make future to make more kind of woke music like an example being tyler the creator at this time tyler the creator was talking hella madness look at him now <laughs> perfect artist so it was it was a subconscious thing of like I'm fucking with this guy, but I don't really understand why, and I'm seeing the reason why all the people that I listen to in that era are so big now or, or are making the type of music they are now. And obviously, I love Juicy J. So back in them days, any song with Juicy J was a complete like I had to hear it type of thing. 
but yeah, it's tone deaf, obviously, compared to what you guys picked in that era. Uh, it's, so, it's needed because Mac does tunes like this yeah. and you got to appreciate exactly. that style. Yeah. Yeah, because there's um, another banger on Macadelic that I don't know if any, I don't know if, um, yeah, Sean will pick it or not, but there are some bangers off that mixtape, I'm telling you. What song was it? Loud? But, no, not loud. Loud's a good tune, but it wasn't loud. Okay. Was it, was it just me then who wasn't listening to Macadelic like that? Like when no, I say so, I no, listened to it once, I was not. I was not checking. I think the only reason I, I checked it was for the features. No, yeah, no, yeah, sure, no, right. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't check it. It was only. It was. It was later on that I checked Macadelic. I didn't, I wasn't looking for Macadelic after mm. Blue Side Park. Blue Side Park was such a disappointment, like you said. I wasn't looking for it. It was when watching movies came along that after, mm-hmm. like you said, because I went to Jesus and um, Born Sinner Cold. first. Yeah, then, yeah. then, then I went to watching movies and thought, oh, Max, Max, back. This sounds better. Then mm. that's when I started checking other music, and that's when I went to Macadelic. I wasn't looking for Macadelic, not after Blue Side Park. Yeah, no yeah. Way. okay. It's not just me then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Like in hindsight, like, listening back, there are um, there's a few bangers on there. If I, I was like, I was waiting to see what everyone would pick. I was going to pick another Macadelic song, and um, it was Desperado. That was partly due to the fact Hard. that he was like literally, literally addressing like the criticism that he received, and I thought it would have been quite fitting with what we were talking about. Um, but seeing as Sam has covered Macadelic, I need some bars. So, Sam, give me Diablo, please. Oh, Ooh. God, we're going straight oh. back to where we just came from, Ooh. yeah? <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> going straight back, literally, that next song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Rap Diablo. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Rap Diablo. That's just like one of the hardest hip hop tracks I've ever heard. Mm. Yeah, man. When that dropped, it was undeniable that Mac Mm. was like one of the top rappers in the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Going back to them times, I remember, as Theo says, watching movies is kind of crept in, you know, hearing songs like Objects in the Mirror, um, Red Dot Music, things like that, where I'm like, oh, okay, Mac Miller is, you know, he's back. He's better than ever. And then when this drops, because like I said, this was the single, I think, came out before Faces. As you said, Kieran, it was just one of the hardest things I've heard all year. Or like, or like what we're saying all the time. But at, the t- at the, that point in time, 2014, I was like, wow. I call this um, free association, Mac, where he's chatting shit, but he's doing it so well. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's like his <laughs> mind is just going off on these mad tangents with these crazy like punchlines and things like that. But I love it, man. This is one of those early ones as well, where I felt like he found his rap voice as well. Like he sounded really, really good on this. Well, it's around this time that uh, Kendrick's Control Verse came out as well. So this would be... Not long after, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah it's almost it's like true. his response to Control, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's almost yeah. like, oh, okay, so people are rapping now. Great. I, I can mm. do that too, funnily enough. Let me show you what I can do. Yeah, you're right. I hadn't thought of it like that, actually. Nice context. That, I, I like yeah, that, that is... A, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah, makes a lot of sense. I haven't. I didn't think of it like that myself. Prior that, to this, we hadn't had much, quite well. much rappy rap I music bet. coming out. We had songs and radio songs, but it's like mm. Control came out and everyone's like, oh, wait, hold on, I can rap. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Kendrick yeah, definitely think... ruffled the industry, in it? And like, oh, 100%, responded. man. Yeah. Big Crit Mount but Olympus must that. have been yeah, around. Yeah. Olympus. yeah, yeah, that came out. That Jesus, was... Mount Olympus Jeez, was crazy. Please, oh, my goodness. Oh, God. But yeah, this is where I was like very, I was very much invested in Mac Miller again, very much so. Like I, I remember re- like 
hearing this, I was like, right, I need faces. I need to hear this project. And um, yeah, th- like you say, he as in terms of his rapping, he was up there with, with the best of his generation with tracks like this. So good, man. So good. We need to do an episode about that control verse, man. And look at where everybody who was named in that verse where they were where they've gone because that, that, yeah. yeah. Kendrick kind of predicted everybody I'm looking at the names listed yeah Jermaine Cole Big Crit Wale <laughs> Pusha T Meek Mills ASAP Rocky Drake Big Sean <laughs> Jay Electronica Tyler and Mac Miller what a convo those yeah. artists like yeah, exactly. man he's predicted a lot and he predicted a lot what eight years ago nearly I, I just remember, remember those, like some of these New York cats saying, oh, you can't be king in New York. And they started sending out their reactions, man. Yeah. And I'm like, who are you, man? Yeah. Some, yeah. Some yeah. Names, man. Move on, move on. Yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. I remember for about two weeks, it was every day someone dropped something. There was like Joe Budden, Joe, Joel Ortiz, Papoose. I remember Lupe dropped another uh, SRS, I think, in response to it or something like that. Everyone was doing it. Everyone. Yeah. Um yeah, ruffled Drake's feathers as well. He oh Drake was so petty, it was unbelievable. The petty though, man, the overseer of oh, many things. God, it's just ridiculous. But uh, Kendrick knew what he was doing. He, it's just, it's just so funny. It was like Big Short has his verse, and then Kendrick just snaps, <laughs> and then no, and then a lot. And the problem was Kendrick just goes off. And then people just duck out. So, so I feel sorry for Jay Electronica. Wait, yeah. Not <laughs> even just that though. But not even just that though, because there was obviously Drake drops, nothing was the same. And there was that um, yeah. the interview with Elliot Wilson where he got a little bit salty and things like that. And then wasn't it the BET cipher drops? Oh, that was and Kendrick killed it. Oh, yeah. He carried it on, didn't he? He killed it. Because he said, Oh, in a sense, nothing was the same. Nothing was the same as the same if Rafa got put back in his pajamas. Pajama clothes. Give me half five. Oh, Jesus. That's too much. It's too much. Right. Anyway, back to back. Sorry, because it's just in my head. I was thinking, this would have come out around the time where Control would have come out if it was 2014 or whatever when this came out. So that's where my mind was. Yeah. And, and I guess to kind of round up this era, I get, uh, do we all agree that it was, uh, I'm repeating myself, but it was bittersweet in a sense that, you know, he got this criticism off the back of, in, in some regards it was it was due, but obviously the nature of like the Pitchfork interview was just way too far. It was too personal. It was a bit weird actually when you read it back, why they were so like offended by his music. Anyway, done that so it was disrespectful. It was disrespectful. Yeah. Did you see the yeah, Wiz Khalifa but... comment? That was disrespectful. Just none of don't yeah, need yeah, any yeah. of that. Yeah, man. that's what I mean. It was Awful. just a bit strange. Well, like they really went in on him. But uh, like I say, I think at the same time it gave us some incredible music that followed, just at the expense of his, like I say, of his mental health and and his physical health as well. So it's a very it's a controversial period, I think, for Mac. This one. We're going to talk about our reserves that we wanted to. Yeah, yeah, mine's loud, and that's it. I told you my picks are really weird, so I know no one's picking what I'm picking. But you guys are definitely on the later side of this era. You guys are liking, you know, from movies. I've I've got one. I've got one from Macadelic. I've got the question featuring Little Wayne. Okay, that Mm. song goes Mm. in. Oh, that song goes in. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was that. And then, I don't know, there's so many on faces. It's ridiculous. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Grand, Through the I whole of Grand faces. Finale. Grand Finale is just unbelievable, Pure isn't it? Colours and shapes. With that music video that they released recently, it's just a movie now. Nah, you, the guys, like, yeah. you guys are forgetting the real, real banger on this thing, man. What do Obviously you there's... do? I thought, you play no, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was off again. <laughs> I love you more than Kanye. Love Kanye. Slaves in the <laughs> I want to say one thing. Yeah. In context, yeah, he said that before Kanye even said that to himself. That's mad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I love you like Kanye loves Kanye. That came out in 2016. This came out in 2014. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe mm, Sir yeah, Michael yeah. Rocks is a time traveler, but that song for me is mm, probably yeah. one of the best of faces. Because it's another example of Mac rapping. Is that like therapy is amazing on th- faces? I like, yeah. I like therapy, big time. What about what watching movies? Is, uh... though? Watching movies. Is oh, such watching movies. Underappreciated yeah, well, you know, album. Like, I mean, what? Red Drop music off that yep. is just unbelievable. What about um, Remember Aquarium? Oh, Aquarium, yeah, oh, crazy. Yeah, there's. Oh, and you got the one collab that um, Tyler and Mac had, but it's the deluxe version. Crazy, okay, that- <laughs> yeah. What about I'm Not no, Real with Sweatshirt? Yeah. Oh, well. yeah, that song's amazing. That song is like epic. I love that, that one. song's amazing. So it's all about I'm Not Real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the way that I was, was going to mention back on um, back on Faces, New Faces, that song towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With uh, the beat L on that's crazy. That yeah. L kills um, that track. Yeah, and rain with Vince rain. as well. Oh, rain, rain, rain. rain is amazing. Oh, there's loads. Rain. There is loads of this era, man. There's loads. You two actually picked my picks, though. I had objects in the mirror. I had funeral. I had desperado, as I said, and then. So you wanted you know, to enter that world, then? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I know I kind of I, I I had a feeling that I was going to go ahead and pick the desperado one. So I kind of told myself now, leave, leave, leave objects in the mirror because Theo's got that. Leave funeral because it's like it's just dark as well. But yeah, you did it to me. One, two, punch. <laughs> He's fine. Um, He's done. We, yeah. Are we? Uh, are we moving on? Are we moving to the next era? We're going to go into a deeper, <laughs> deeper spiral of sadness with era three. Well, now listen. I, I want to bring the mood up, so Good. I, I'm just going to head straight in. Mm. Give me, give me, dang. I want dang. Ooh, nice, nice. Uh, Theo. <laughs> Bloody I don't know what is wrong with Sam and Kieran, but I don't know how you can't vibe out to that song. I was vibing. I was vibing. Sam, Sam, we got like a little bit of head bob, whereas Kieran was just like, you missed me at the beginning. No. 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 I started zoning out, innit? I like, I like no, listening I to that. I kept it contained. Theo was, I was gone. Vibing, I loved it, man. It's because of Anderson Park, innit? I know. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, exactly. You know me too. Oh, man. Anderson Park on that hook. Jeez. I, I, I remember when I first heard this song, I was so happy, right? Because he, with Good AM, he sounded like he was in a bit of place yeah but he was still dealing with stuff do you know what i mean he was getting through it and there was that documentary that he did i think with fader so he's become all sober and all that yeah where he went he moved to new york for a bit and he went back to pittsburgh he kind of got away from la and whatnot mm. um but then when i heard this i was like i've not 
it reminded me of kids in the sense that there was this pureness to it. There was like this joy and happiness and it was kids, but mature. It was like the thing, the sort of the things that we've heard him try and like kind of toy with and, 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 you know, experiment with like with the melodies and some of the jazz influences and things like that. Mm. He got it right with this song. And man, even just the album in general, I love this album. I'm not saying this is best, but I loved it. I think part, no, the partly because amazing. he sounded like he was in the best place he'd been since he was a kid. He just sounded happy. I, I definitely agree. With, I, I think this is the best period he was in since he was a kid. 100% you hear it across the album. He was he was happy. That's why it's so sad that after what happened, well, it was so devastating. We all know what happened in terms of Ariana Grande. And how, Fuck how that, Ariana Grande. She, hey, listen, no, nah, hold nah, on. Let me get my shit off real nah, quick. Let me get my shit off real quick, man. Let me get my shit off real quick, man. Let me get my shit off real quick. She is fucking up. She's fucking up some of my favorite. Let's hear him first. She is like the absolute like female, like vixen type character. Yeah, she will come into your life and she'll make you better and then she'll disappear for no reason, like no apparent reason. She did it to my man Mac and she did it to fucking Pete, but hey. Pete's dating Mac Miller now. Nah. Not Pete's dating Mac nah. Miller. Pete's dating Kim Kardashian now. Nah. Fuck you, Ariana. Nah. You little sexy little tiny thing. No, no, no. No, as she said, as she said, women can't keep being expected to deal with men's shit and then get the blame for when it all goes wrong. I ain't blaming you know her I mean? for Mac shit. I'm blaming her for being her, okay? You knew what he was on when you met him, okay? I want to hear nothing about it. But also, her life has been quite tragic, so, you know, karma and all that. Quiet. Quite, Quite tragic, yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, no, she shout no. out her. If you ever want to come on the pod, Ariana, come. It's a rap podcast, and you don't rap. <laughs> nah, that's <laughs> rough. Kira was the only one that wanted to let me speak, and now he's regretting it. He's like, that man said a I whole bunch of nothing. I just wanted to hear it, but now I'm just like, how do we save this? Like, <laughs> man's about to get cancelled. <laughs> Oh, we'll have to hear um, one of these. Edit the fuck uh, out of that. Nah, no, no, no. We can save this. It's good to hear different opinions. I feel like Ariana, she just, she's like, she was hot in it. Like, we can't lie right now. She's one of the hottest people in the industry. Yeah. Everyone's liked her. Edit what the fuck out of that. So, <laughs> Ariana, Ariana, she, she was just trying to leave a toxic situation. Right? That ain't her fault. That's all. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm with you, Kieran. I'm with you, no, man. I think they made really good I'm music together, though. I am sad no, they did. That. They made great yeah, music they, together. They, and you could tell Mac had fallen for her big time, man. Jesus. Like, that is just... He, he just, And that's the thing. No, but this is where I feel sorry for Arianda because I don't think she wanted to really leave that relationship because she loved you can tell she loved Mac she loved Mac but he had he had far too much going on and that like you said that she can't be blamed for his problems and his toxicity she wanted if anything she tried to leave him so that he could deal with his own problems because if they stayed in that relationship we'll bring them both down she wanted to save she had a life she had a life too she's not as you know she's not his mother not even his mother should have to to deal with that sort of thing but you do as a mother but like you know I think her when she released that statement afterwards, she really summed it up perfectly, especially like the backlash that, and the, the the abuse that she got, which was disgusting. Like, but this is the thing with, with celebrities and you know, that people think they they have this, well, 
people think they know what's going on and they have a right to, to comment on these things, but they, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Yeah. Max seemed like such a nice guy and, and you know, such a, a good hearted person in the interviews and in the music. Well, not, not so much in the music, but you know, in his interviews and that, but we don't know what he was up to and, and what he was doing to her and doing around her. Yeah. There's no, no, I don't think there should be any blame whatsoever on that woman. Yeah. There's a full circle anyway, because she features on uh, circles. I didn't know that. Does she? Thought, thought this, Does yeah, she? Mm, there's one tune she's singing on it, and it's more like oh. a backing vocal. Oh, I think. Well, wow. I, I might, it might even be my pick, to be honest. I can't remember which one it is, but hopefully we get to it. But yeah, like it's a really beautiful full circle moment where it's like I don't know if she did it because she felt bad or like she just like actually does still love him, but she wasn't able mm-hmm. to in the state he was in. I, I don't know what like the situation is really, but yeah, mm. I just thought that was kind of beautiful and it summed up. It kind of like cancelled what Sam was saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. All right, so it's well, it's Theo now, isn't it? Yeah. Is it me? Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So. Oh man, I could, I could pick off Divine Feminine, but oh, oh geez, man. You know what's funny? Know. In my notes, yeah, literally in my notes, I just said the whole of Divine Feminine. <laughs> 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 I didn't want to oh, pick one song off there, like the whole thing. Oh man. No, you know what? We've had to find feminine. Ah, oh, it's a bit of a struggle, man, because I love that album. But I feel like I've got to represent Good AM. And this one song, like, I don't know, when I heard it, I was just like, oh, I was just in love with it. I really am. So I'm just going to go brand name. pick yeah i just remember when i first heard that that song i was just like yeah because he was just starting to warner didn't he that was his major label um mm-hmm. debut and i remember hearing yeah. this and i was just like oh wow this is this is just amazing the, the beat the way he's just there's different flows and everything can just i was just like wow because mac is really like showing that he belongs with when people talk about who the best rapper is he, he, of that generation he definitely belongs in that category and i just yeah just resonate with that. That song's just great, really. No, most especially the ending bit. The, the ending bit is just, I, I feel like I'm just drifting off into like the clouds, man. I love it. And he's reunited with Big Germ, um, Germ as well, who he like started obviously, out working with a lot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He started working with him a lot and then he was reunited with him. And then just having that collab again, it was great. Yeah. One thing, mm. there's a line yeah, in there yeah. that is uh, quite haunting to this day where he says, Oh, it it's part awful, of the 20, isn't it? Yeah. The 27 yeah, club. And obviously, awful. he died at 26. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's something that I always that but was one of the first things that popped into my head when he died. Like, it's the line before. That's what it's the line before that. Whoever and whoever like sells and uh, mixes me drugs, and that's exactly how he died. That's yeah. the it's scariest to, part. Yeah, the scariest part about that line is mad. Yeah, very. It's just aware. everyone that sells me drugs don't mix it with that other shit. Yeah, which is just crazy, crazy to hear. But I feel like this period was um, it all got well. He sounded clearer like I said with the stuff on the, the Divine Feminine I think so in here as well but and it all got more accessible I don't mean in a sellout way or a poppy way but obviously when you sign to a major label most people's music goes in that direction 
But um, I think you could tell that he, although he wasn't necessarily sober or in a a, a good place mm. for this album, he was in a better place. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, like this track here, you know, maybe compared to like a Diablo and stuff on faces and watching movies, it wasn't perhaps as lyrical, but in terms of his his delivery, he sounded great. He sounded like, like I say, really clear, really confident. Um, there was like a spring in his step. Um yeah, yeah, it was a it was a nice sort of return to that for him, definitely. Yeah, it was mm. this this was uh mm-hmm. well kind of rehab, doing better, living better, trying to be better, but still a little bit in the bullshit type Mac good AM was. That's where we were finding Mac at this time. And it, it kind of shows in the music like his artistry and, and the progression we've got, but he's definitely still in a, a very kind of weird place. Mm, yeah it sounded like he'd got out of LA like as he, as he said he did and whatnot it sounded like he'd gone back to his roots been to Pittsburgh I know he moved to New York as well and whatnot um, but it definitely it sounded like he was out of that toxic environment mm. of like being in that mansion on his own and you know surrounded by drugs and, and whatnot um, yeah I do remember I mean this album I have to admit it, this one also didn't really click with me I think because of the music we had at the time. Mm. Um, I remember there was, uh, I'm trying to think uh, who, who came out. I know Dr. Dre dropped that Compton album. There was Scarface. There was The Game dropped the documentary to J-Rock's album, 90059. There was something else as well. I mean, we had prior to that, there was To Pimp a Butterfly. There was Earl. There was, if you're reading this, there was a lot going on. Mm. Um, and for something, well, for that reason, I think that's why this album didn't really connect with me. I guess, uh, as other ones did. I don't know about everyone else, how they felt. I liked this album. This album kind of was, once again, solidifying mm. my my decision to support Matt Miller and listen to his music. So I was like, yeah, this is a good album. It's not it's yeah. not like anything else that's coming out at the moment, but I don't think Matt Miller is like anybody else that's out at the moment. So I wasn't particularly kind of like, oh, Matt Miller's the best rapper alive. But I was like, he's definitely, he's in the top 10 of the people I'm listening to at this moment in time. And this album was like, mm. yeah. I, I'm good. I'm good on that decision. Like I'm sticking by it. Yeah, when I listened to this album, I loved it. So um, I was like, yeah, I'm a Matt. Well, I wouldn't say Matt fan again, but it 100 solidified it for me because I was playing Good AM nonstop, mm. and I was like looking forward mm. to it. So when the Divine Feminine came out, I was just yeah, it was just gravitated. It was it was the Divine Feminine for me. I mean, I, I mean, I would already, I was already back in swim with faces. But like I say, I think the other thing I didn't mention was Grime was very much in its sort of yeah, it was coming uh, back resurgence. <laughs> it's coming back there, yeah. Grime was <laughs> Grime was heavy at this point, so I just think there was so much else going on um, that it's got lost in the I, shuffle. You know, still to this day, yeah, and, and to this day, I still think that watching movies and faces are better projects than this one. Um, and I, you know, and I, I, I guess if I'm being honest as well, they're I think they're better than the Divine Feminine as well. It's just that the Divine Feminine was such a a left move. He really went off on a different in a different direction. It was refreshing to hear. So I think that's why that one hit me more than this one did. Um, who have we got next? Is it Kieran? Kieran, indeed. Yeah. Uh, my story is so weird for this era because I think it's kind of like what everyone was saying though. Like this just didn't hit the same as Faces for me, which is like a real peak of me liking Mac, and I just. So I'll just go off artist if, if it doesn't bring it the way I'm I'm hoping or like feeling, mm. I just stop listening. So like I did, I 
a good AM drop. I don't even know if I listened to it. I think I tried a single and I just decided I'm not going to listen to the rest of this. Oh, man. And Divine Feminine was, yeah, mm. mad. And Divine Feminine was quite hard to access, I thought. So I just like skipped that one as well. Um, what do you so mean? My... What do you mean by, um, sorry, what do you mean by hard to access? Like, not not with like Dang. Like, Dang was cool. I was like, cool. Anderson Park's doing his thing on it. Um, but just like the other stuff, like, and I think the main thing about it was like, I don't know. And it sounds ignorant now. But like, I guess like I was just seeing like lots of long tracks and I wasn't in the mood in 2016 for that. Like, because mm. we were having like Life of mm. Pablo, just like all these quick things going on. Mm. Um, I was just, I was feeling different in it. But like in hindsight, because that's what this era for me is based on now as well. I can appreciate a lot of stuff he was doing and kind of like what Sean was saying, I feel like Mac decided to create or like move. Because he got, I think, this major label signing helped him like move out of being in the hip hop world and into like his own genre world. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you know when we listen to like Tyler now and Kendrick and all of them, it's like, mm. they're not making hip hop technically, they're making their own genres. Mm. And I feel like pre Good AM, Mac was still in the hip hop world, but like, this, like the songs on Good AM, they don't, they don't really sound like hip hop, even though they fit well into it. And Divine Feminine definitely isn't hip hop. No, yeah. Um, yeah. And then the, the rest after that aren't really as well. So, okay, anyway, um, my pick, Perfect Circle, Godspeed. I, I thought it that, would be. That's why I, I didn't think pick it. I thought you were Yeah, yeah, yeah no, but was, there's a few in it. There's a few, but this one, this uh, there's a few though, but <laughs> this one is so good, especially Godspeed. <laughs> Long song, but a good song. Well, two songs. Yeah, I mean, they, they kind of. This is I was thinking just now. It's something I noticed. They, they, it the first song merges into the second song in a cool way because it's like it's so braggy in the raps from the first bit, mm. but the singing is like starts pulling him into this dark, dark mental state, mm. and like it keeps getting more and more sucked in. And then like the absol bit where like it's just like going, kind of like going a bit crazy, and then it just cuts and you get like him confronting all these horrible feelings he actually has about himself. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a real crazy journey. And I think this is one thing I like about this era that I never noticed, but it, he introduced it in Faces where he makes like songs that are like plus five minutes. Yeah. And I actually love it in hindsight now. I feel like it's, it's epic music, but yeah, back then I wasn't ready. Well, it shows it's his ability to make proper songs, you know, like songs that, don't have to just be okay. Hook, verse, chorus, tracks, basically. Done. You yeah. know, singles. Yeah. yeah, this is just a a song that's just flowing and going, and it feels nice and genuine. Is that hip hop as yeah. well? Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's I know such what you a mean. vague, vague rap music. I think it's one of those ones. It's like what you yeah, mm. gone. No, I was just saying it was like what you said before. He kind of created his own lane and made his own genre, didn't he? Because it's not really that it fits. It can fit into hip hop, but would you you play that to a hip hop head? You can't really say that's hip hop, can you? No, it's his own version of its music. He created his own genre in this era, I think. Yeah, and it feels comfortable. It looks nice on him. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not feeling forced or anything. And one thing about you know, making a song that's let's say over four minutes, it has to be interesting to listen to. It doesn't mean it has to be like a non-stop 
energy ride. You've got to know how to kind of bring it up, bring it down, or mm. you know what I mean? Or keep bringing it up progressively. And, and this was kind of like a New nice ideas, ride. right? Mm. Yeah, like, I feel like we've often heard like eight minute songs where like, it's like the same idea. Like I think Taylor Swift dropped a, a song that's 10 minutes that just the same thing the whole way through. And like, but this one, this is a journey. Nothing's the same throughout the whole song. Gets more conscious towards the end as well. Even once again, he's he's giving us those bars about oh, don't let me overdose and let my mum say blah blah blah. And I'm uh, thinking like, you know, uh, you're, you're really kind of looking at it you know, retrospectively, just like you said in, uh, earlier, Kieran. It's like we're looking at it and go, damn, like he was telling us this stuff from before. Like, what what does how does he know this or what does what's he up to outside of the songs where he's conscious of this to this level? He's 23 as well. Sorry, I didn't even realize that until just now like i heard a bar he says it and i'm like what he's young 23 young man yeah young. and he made this mm. sean what are you saying you've been mad quiet <laughs> uh, it's a it's a as you said it's a journey isn't it so you i kind of zoned out i forgot i was on a on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> It's happened a couple of times tonight, but yeah, that happened again there. But um, no, you've all covered it really well. I think it's just, again, it's another display of how Mac Miller was in this sort of between period of being kind of at his lowest on faces. And then the, the probably his best period since his, his youth with um, the Divine Feminine. He's, like you say, Sam, conscious of like what he's been through and what he's thinking mm. um and he's able to articulate it in a more clear and accessible way during this period um it's definitely in hindsight it's an album that's um grown on me more um yeah i think it, it's just there's certain lines just knock me out a little bit because of how uh foreshadowing and um eerie they are do you know what i mean that's why i'm a little bit quiet but <laughs> as i know what's coming next as well so yeah my pick's also from Good AM, just because for me, on, on my notes, I put the whole of the Divine Feminine and obviously we ain't going to sit here for an hour listening to the whole thing <laughs> to uh, to kind of, you know, let my pick be picked. But yeah, my pick's easy, simple. It's the single. It's one of Mac Miller's most popular tracks. It's Weekend featuring Miguel. Yep. I just love that song. That's the easiest way for me to describe it. That song is great. The beat's so nice. Lovable. The, yeah. the lyrics are conscious. It, I feel like once again, it kind of, it's Mac covering everything that's happened in the last however many years and still looking to the future because he goes, he says something about he got so high, fell asleep and forgot to die. God damn. You know what I mean? Like he, he, was, he was basically saying like, I'm taking way too many drugs to the point where I'm just passing out and I'm waking up like, oh shit, I'm still alive type thing, which is odd and it's yeah. that whole view of like he said everything will be good by the weekend which is like risky the weekend is a time where most people party but i feel like the weekend is actually a time where he probably worked a lot so that was probably the time where he had the most structure in his life and in his week so it's an in most people's heads when they listen to this song yeah they're thinking everything will be good by the weekend because they're doing the reverse of what he does is all week they're working weekend they're having a good time but for mac it's the reverse the week is horrible for him because he has no structure he's just doing a whole bunch of madness but the weekend is where he has that whole being on stage. He gets to like feel like he matters and he's not just doing drugs for no reason. That's mm. beautiful. Yeah, that was well that was amazing. Well, well done. That's actually you listen to a song a lot, man. You hear between the songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I love the juxtaposition of the song because he's like we've listened to so many of the depressing songs he's made, and it, like this chorus is just so happy. 
Um, Miguel doesn't disappoint. balance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miguel went in. Can't. Can't. And then, like, like you say, the the juxtaposition, the the vocal sample, and just the the whole uh, the tone of it is quite. Um, it's quite depressing. It's quite dark. Mm. Um, it reminds me of certain times that I, I don't know if people can relate. Like where you're at uni and you've had like you're having quite a shit week, but you're going out that night and you're not really feeling going out, but that's just what you do. And and then like even when you get in from the night out, you're like I'm still really not satisfied. Mm. And just like you, I don't know, it's like going through the motions. That's what it kind of reminds me of. And obviously his motion was his battling his addiction and. Um, dealing with his lifestyle like you say Sam um, but yeah and then but remember the chorus it's got this energy this like you know you can sing along to it yeah it's very it's very conflicting but it's a great pop record yeah great and record. it's one of those songs where it's about mm. very... even though you're having a good time you can still be depressed and have a good time which which just sounded odd yeah. like yeah. people feel like when you're feeling low you just feel low all the time it's like no you feel you can feel good but you still the overarching feelings you still feel like shit yeah. yeah sometimes that going out and doing something and that it kind of takes you out of that state of depression for a little while do you know mm. what i mean you go out for a few mm. hours you party you do whatever mm. and then maybe you wake up the next morning you're like Ugh. <laughs> back to it but um, yeah right that's what the um, second verse are. is like though right because it's like he's had a happy mm. weekend in the first course and then it's just back to it man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry, my energy's going down a bit because it's just so coming up. To no, no, exactly because we're go- we're going to swimming in circles, man. No, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I'm not going to lie to you. But no, no. Bef- wait, wait, wait. Before let's, we move on, though, up. is there any other picks? Yeah, yeah. God is fair, sexy. Oh, 100%. That Kendrick one. Yeah. We were talking oh, about it earlier God. today because Kendrick's chorus on that is like definitely one of Max's best choruses he's gotten. Oh, hundred percent because. Kendrick's you were saying you wanted a Kendrick verse as well. Yeah, I'm no, so glad there though. wasn't. No, I'm so glad because like I see that as a Mac track right now. I, I hate yeah. when like features steal songs. Yeah, that I, I, I I've been banging that song out nonstop. It's such a long that song, song as well. Just, like, it is, but eight, it's beautiful, minutes, man. Totally. I flipping love that, it. It's just that's so my good. go-to. That's my go-to yeah. song on that album for sure. See a couple I, also, I had on my ones was um I had stay. Yeah, stay is amazing. And, but we um, is good as well. We, um, we yes, we, with CeeLo Green. Ah, uh, yes, that that is a tune. Hey, what about Cinderella? Love. Where's the Cinderella love? Though? Oh yeah, Cinderella is good. Cinderella. Is good. <laughs> but, uh, how about <laughs> my favorite part as well, man? That song. Ah, oh, that's oh, when uh, Ariana. Ariana. Oh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> Kills it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magical. Do you know what it is for for me with we though is that, and I know like Max had a lot of high profile features throughout his career, but when you think about. Like we've listened to songs from things like Kids, Best Day Ever, stuff like that. To think he then went on to do a, a song with with CeeLo Green, it's like it's mad, mm, isn't it? Really, exactly. Like yeah. how far he came within the space of five, six years. Crazy. He also had a lot of money, though. Like I, I don't know, it wasn't label money, but I don't know how Mac had so much money. But a lot of people were talking about like, oh, you know. I don't know if Mac was Jewish or not, but I remember either Schoolboy or someone like that who was close to Mac making jokes about how like this man's just rich for no reason. Like he's just got a whole bunch of money and we don't understand how or why. He was 24, he was to be bit, fair. Like, yeah. what the I hell? I can confirm he was Jewish as well. His oh, mum was, his mom was Jewish. His, yeah, his mum was Jewish and raised him as a uh, Jewish person while his dad was Christian. I feel like it was Schoolboy Q making jokes about, like, how, you know how these Jewish people just got money type yeah, thing? Because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he was yeah, making yeah. a joke about how uh, Mac has a lot of money. That's how he's getting all these features and something like that. Because they were asking, not he, obviously, they weren't asking Mac. They were asking someone who's friends with Mac, like, 
how do you get a song with Mac Miller? It's like, he's got all the money. He pays me a lot of money. <laughs> like he pays me well type thing. <laughs> he was, um, he was very successful for an independent artist, artist though. That's what it is, I think. I think he was smart with you his know. business moves, if that makes sense. Because he had like TV shows. He's kind of like Action Bronson, you know? He, he wasn't just a musician. He was a, a brand, a personality in some regards. Yeah, he had the, yeah, he had the reality show. But I think um, avoiding the labels early on and going that independent route meant that he could, you know, reap more of yeah. the benefits and the rewards. Plus, he never, um, I never had him down as a, as a you know, big diamond chain rolex wearing rapper like yeah he did spend mm. quite a lot of money on like i think like grills and stuff with ben baller because i've seen that but he wasn't like flashy flashy like most rappers are like no. he's just he kind of was like an artistically spending type guy he would spend his things on yeah instruments he liked. Mm. He, he had a yeah, pair of grills a lot of were, guitars and stuff yeah he had a lot of grills too that were really individual like with like rubies in them and bits of like ceramic and shit so yeah, he was, I, I think he didn't waste his money. I think he spent a lot of it, like you said, back into the music, like guitars and home studios and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. Are we are we getting into it? Oh, dear. Final error. Error three. Oh, Jesus. The sad error. Um, yeah. Sam, I believe it's you first. See, the sad thing is, yeah, I thought I'd be going either the third or last just because of like, I thought I'd be going first early on. So my picks from this era are kind of they're they're not they're not my favorite songs from Mac yeah in general like this whole era is really sad as you guys know it took me a long time to listen to Circles it took me a long time to listen to other things that have come out since he's died because I really was enjoying swimming and uh, to be honest it's between two tracks I was gonna say both of them now because I I'm literally picking one on the fly here but. Hurt Feelings and Self-Care. Those two songs just got me through Mac dying 2018 in general. Like they just kept me going. But I think I'm going to go with Hurt Feelings because I just like that song so, so much. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, that song, I don't know. It feels like a goodbye letter to Ariana. Like that mm. song feels like it because obviously the title of it, Hurt Feelings, he had hurt feelings about it. There's that kind of weird bit from the Carpenters of that we've only just begun, which is a song by them, which is, you know, about love and mm. how relationships can end before they even started type thing. But just, I don't know, everything about that song just feels nice. Like it's just, it's another good Max song. And he's once again conscious of what's going on in his life and how things are bad, but also good. Like he's like, you know, things are amazing. I've got all this money. I've got all this, but still got hurt feelings. And, you know, it, it it's kind of, it, for me, this song's like a bit all over the place, but not all over the place in a way that feels chaotic. It's just kind of like, most people have felt kind of this way. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, <laughs> but the vibe of the song is you've definitely felt that kind of like, in the middle of the road type way where things are good but they're also down you know what I mean it's like mm. it's an odd odd place to be in I'm glad you picked that one for two reasons one which I'll come back to um, but basically it kind of fits in with what I'm going to pick mm. um, and two um, I feel like that's ra uh, Mac's best rap performance so I think he just sounds yeah. amazing on that. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I've listened to it so many times. So maybe I'm a bit biased. Oh, I've listened. No, I just do it every day. Like it's literally, it's my yeah, daily, I love it's on my daily playlist. Oh, honestly, I love that song. I have banged I that song out ridiculous amount of times. I think it's on my Spotify, like most played 
songs, um, mm. hurt feelings. I bang that song out. Yeah, it's always on my in rotation. Do you think J Cole, J Cole might have done a bit of a demo for this, you know? Because I'm, I'm hearing a lot of J Cole flows in it as well. Surprised to hear he produced it. I'm not taking away from Mac, by the way. But J. Cole produced that. I didn't J. even know yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't That's even. That's what I yeah. put in the chat. That's what I said. J. Cole produced it, man. I just saw, saw J. Cole beat. I was like, okay, that's weird. But that, now that makes sense why I love that song so much. It makes sense why I love that song so much because it's two of my favorite rappers that I've grown up with just meshed into one. You know what I mean? Because yep. it's like, obviously, if J. Cole yeah. made Theo the beat, they would have helped it. Um, I mm. didn't even know that. I yeah, really yeah, didn't yeah. even it know it. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, he's it. on it. Yeah, yeah he's it. Produced, yeah, produced by J. Cole. One of, one of his best songs. Credit as a writer as well. Yeah. He's credit mm. as a writer on it, so. One of his you best songs. You might be right, Kieran. Definitely. Um, oh, yeah, yeah definitely. That. 100%. Can't deny 100%. that one. I feel like it was everything, like, up until that point, it's almost like he merged all the styles in and then produced this, like, near perfect track. It's what it's Yeah, it's one of his best, I think. It just sounds so good. So good. It's, um, it's sad that I listen to it every day because it's like, obviously my feelings aren't hurt every fucking day. But at that, in that moment in time, I was feeling the song so much that it kind of just, it's become part of me. It's like part of my DNA now. Yeah. And and it's it's interesting again, like I'm going to explain, I'll, I'll, we might as well go into my pick actually. So like what you're saying about how it's a kind of letter to Ariana Grande and how like he's kind of, for me, it's like he, it's the kind of period after getting over it. He's like, he's out of it now. He's mm. gone through it and he's out of the woods. And my pick is woods. Cause I also feel that this track is something to do with maybe not that relationship, but just about relationships in general and about going through the tough part. But yeah, my pick's woods. Yeah, that, that song's a, a, it's a heartbreaker. <laughs> it's beautiful, but it's a heartbreaker. It feels good, but I, I know you said it's about Ariana. I feel like that's just about addiction in general. So yeah, he was probably a little bit addicted to Ariana, but also it's just like that whole, do I, do I, you know, can I, can I get enough? That whole type of thing. It's just about, mm. and love can be addicting, you know, but sorry, you were mm. saying. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. I, I, I mean, yeah, I've never, I, I always thought of it more about relationships rather than drugs, but I guess it could be, could be both. Mm. could be either. Um, but yeah, I just I, I see it as a as a companion track to hurt feelings. It's like, well, first of all, there's the water drops at the beginning, which reminds me of swimming. Um, but the like I say, I think for me, interpreting as a as a relationship and the breakup of a relationship, it's talking about going through that rough period where you're you're hurting and your the days are going slow, um, and then hurt feelings is like you've you've gone through that you've processed it you may still feel bitterness you may have questions but that there's a bit more of an uplifting feel to her feelings like he's over it but there's still stuff lingering um and this one yeah man it's just, it oh. see when i first heard circles i struggled to return to it because of how well, it was painful painful to listen to but this was the track that immediately went into the playlist specifically nighttime like driving at night. This is my like one of my driving at night tunes. Just takes me on a journey. Um, so this is the one that has been in rotation the most since that album. Now I can listen to it more. I, you know, I've, I've kind of you know, it's not as it's not as hard to to you know sit through. But yeah, this was the one that initially just was stuck in my head and needed to need to be played more. And the production as well. Oh, so good. 
the bass line with the I don't know if you can hear the little acoustic guitar and then there's the synths as mm. well coming oh, it's just it's nice beautiful song man it's nice yeah. and this is once again you know Matt coming into his fully into his own this kind of like neo soul-y type mm. bouncy type beat where he just finds all these weird pockets and bits to be in the song or in the track where it's like no one else can really do anything to this this is his song this is his beat mm. Yeah, and it reminds me of um, Objects in a Mirror a little bit as well. Just mm. the whole thing about um, like cause that one's like vaguely about drugs, but also about a relationship and like just mm. that whole addiction thing. But, like there's similar topics in this one. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I need to think about that more. It kind of takes. It, but, yeah. Yeah. it kind of takes the wind out of you. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. I'm still yeah. Yes, well, it's onto you, Theo. Yeah. It's onto your era oh, four man. pick. Man. God, man. Following from yours, man, mine's sad as well. That I'm struggling it's here all because... Sad. No, I'm struggling because my pick is not the pick... Oh, it's difficult because self-care for me is top three Mac of my Mac songs and I really really want to pick it but it's not the pick it's not the pick that I was going to pick because there's another song on swimming that is just I don't know it's just it's bloody deep and bloody sad but it's just it's beautiful at the same time so oh jeez I'm gonna I'm, oh, I'm gonna go I'm not gonna go with it's self. the one you've been guessing go. isn't it you've been posting which, it I saw you post one? it on the group like two three times <laughs> <Imagine> <laughs> revealing his which one? For, for weeks in advance uh, man which I, one? I think I know which, which one? one it is for you should I say I feel like I know is it 2009 oh bloody hell he's worked it out yeah it's that you, one Theo, you posted it on the group like three times I think <laughs> literally every time we talk about Mac he's like oh but this one though but this, this one, one though but I think everyone knows self-care. Self-care will always be yeah, top three. Sorry, I don't, I don't mean to keep going on. Go, go keep three, going. We need to we need to hear 2009, man. We need to yeah, hear this. Put it on. We do. Tiny Desk got me loving this one, man. Takes me straight back to that tiny desk, man. That's like in my head on my desk. That's one of the last times I saw that man alive. And I was just so excited for his progression as an artist back then. I was so proud of him seeing that tiny desk. Mm. That t- it was beautiful, wasn't it? It is so good and t- oh, it really was. I mean, yeah, that that song kind of knocks the wind out of you. It's just oh, it's just it's yeah, so bittersweet for me. Oh, because I feel I feel like because that song. Even though we lost, it's like he came to, to peace with the fact that he was going to go, which is so sad to say and so sad to hear. But that's what I that's what I get from the song. I feel like he's like he's. Uh, I don't, it's it's oh, it's hard for me, man, because um, it's like he knew this was this was it. I'm knocking on death's door, but I'm okay with it now. I'm at I'm at peace with if I if I go. Then this is what I go. I go with my music, but it's it's almost like he wrote this to himself as well. You know, that's the scariest bit about this. This is almost like he wrote this to himself to say it's okay. Like like I've I've lived my life. This is this is who I am. Like I've had the best life. I've lived it to the fullest. If I go, this is it. I'm going out with I'm going out with my songs. I'm going out with my music, and I can go on to the next life. And it's so 
so so hard to that that that's the message from that song but that's that's what i get from the song and it's so bittersweet every single time i listen to it because there was a point after he died i couldn't listen to this song because it's just it was too hard i can listen to it now but it's just i felt like that song needed to be played that even though how much i, I love self care but i just felt i had to pick 2009 had to no, so it's a good choice. I'll give you that. It is a very good choice. It it's yeah, it's Mac it's Mac coming to terms with it all again, which is yeah. which is odd because it's like he was alive making well, obviously he was alive making all this music, but he was alive yeah. and planning to perform this music. Then he died. Which is mad. It's reflective this one. Mm. He's um he's reflecting on his career and his uh his journey to date and um like you said there's a, like this kind of acceptance and inner peace um i agree that i think it's to himself but then when he's saying like she don't cry no more who's that is that, is that no that's like, the, that, who is that right it could be anyone could it? it could be his yeah. mum yeah it could be his mum anybody be, who's been in his life i don't know he, yeah he knows he, he's yeah. caused a lot of people mm. a lot of pain with the way he used to like to live you know what i mean so yeah you just don't yeah because he's got a lyric in in an earlier song where he says something like my dad wishes uh i smoke weed and nothing else or something like that or i did weed nuts or something like that where he's kind of talking about how his i guess his parents are um receiving him uh, something else about how he doesn't like talking to him on the phone anymore because mm. of the way he is and you know things like that um so yeah just made me think of that but uh i guess this song for me is like if I were to make a quote unquote perfect Mac Miller album, this would probably be the closing track. I know it's really like yeah sad and whatnot, but I just think it I know I what you mean it's though, like because a, it's the acceptance. It's the acceptance for me that you get well. from this song. It's like, yeah. You hear it all in the song. He's looking back and just seeing like he's not that young, innocent kid anymore. The the production choice is is perfect as well. The the piano reminds me of like a uh, like a lullaby or a music box or something like that. And then you've got the kind of Kanye chipmunk soul in there as well. It's just very, it's like it's childlike and it's um it's nostalgic. But then you've got these very sort of mature and self aware lyrics as well. It's just it's it's another like perfect song really. It's it's, it's incredible that was brought to life by that. Uh, tiny desk concert you can hear it in his voice as well it's the vocal performance as well it's Very beautiful the, the melodies that he holds and like just flows around with I love that mm. yeah we're about to cut just to let you know I'm glad you guys stopped perfectly didn't want it cutting <laughs> off we got, once it gets to a minute everyone yeah, gets one a bit, more, a bit yeah. of yeah. alright in and out Kieran and then we're right. done She ain't got a crown no more. Look to the sky no more. Here we go. 
I don't know where Sean is. Sean's bragging about how it takes him just, like yeah, three seconds true. to come back in. It's he's just getting out see. a couple, couple tears before joining. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just dry the eyes. He ain't got to cry no more. Hold on. Sean, do you, do you look to the sky no more? <laughs> <laughs> he is having a bit of a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <sighs> You guys got me crying on the podcast, man. <laughs> oh, man, it's proper, it's proper emotional, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You help me understand it as well. Um, no? Yeah, we're waiting for you. It's your yeah, pick. Yeah, yeah, you just chilling. I wanted to play a weird one because... Basically, you know when Faces we released, they had Yeah at the end. And that song leaked in 2019, but it only officially released the Faces. I mean, for me, that's an error, free, uh, error for Mac, because it's like, when was he holding that song for? Because it obviously wouldn't work in the, sur- the swimming in circles period. So I feel like it could have been like a post swimming in circles release. Um, I don't know, does it count? I don't think I can take another. I can't take no. another. I, no, no, my other pick was. Yeah, then. trust me. This is why I'm trying to move on. But That's like, what I mean. my, my other pick was circles, ladders. No, no, my other pick was ladders, which is like exciting in it. Um, yeah, I love yeah. the sax in that. Really, like mm. every time that song comes on and the sax comes in, I'm like, oh, yeah, really good. Yeah, put on yeah because I feel like put on yeah. It's an interesting song, like. Sounds like a James Bond theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Epic. Mm-hmm. It's a nice closer as well. Yeah, that's such a great song. I really see what you mean about it sounding like a Mac Miller, yeah. a Mac Miller, uh, a James Bond song. It does give those vibes. Mm. In, in yeah. our lifetime, mm. we'll definitely hear a rap James Bond theme because at the moment it's always that a singing song. That could have been song. it, though. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that could have been. Yeah, definitely could. I was thinking it. little little Sims could make the next one. You know, oh she's maybe what she did on oh, the album. She, she would. Oh shoot, would be unbelievable. But back to Mac. Um, that vocal performance, I think that's his best singing, probably, on any song. Mm. It's emotional. It's up there. It mm. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The notes he's hitting, the strength he's hitting them with. Yeah, it's interesting because, so, it's a bonus track on Faces. Mm. And I do hear I some it. of the yeah. Faces. I do hear some of it, but at mm. the same time, it wouldn't have fit in with that product. No, it wouldn't. Um, yeah. It's a bit too far forward for that. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a bit more like what he does on the Divine Feminine and on and Swimming circles. in Circles. Yeah, yeah. It, it's more like yeah. that, but it doesn't sound like that. It doesn't feel like yeah. that. It feels mm. a lot more anthemic. Mm. And one thing about Mac, he doesn't really make that anthemic music. You know what I mean? That no. that chorus is so easy to, to get because it's only really one, two words, you know? Am I alive? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. This is what I was trying to say, like, a lot, a lot of the time artists do make tunes and then hold them back for when they're ready to release like that it makes sense in their career progression so like I do feel like this does fit into this end era because 
surely at some point he would have released this. Like, how can he well, not? He, yeah, well, no, he would have definitely. Yeah, where the crowd sizes would have been big enough where a song like that makes sense. If if you know what I mean, like certain songs need to be sung by a massive yeah. amount of people for it to feel the way mm. it should feel. Mm. So. I don't know. We'll we'll never really know what was meant no. to be what and what's not come out versus what should have come out and blah blah blah. But that song is amazing. It's a I, nice th- way I to thought it was it a, yeah. a good ending because yeah, it's like what could have mm. been kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess to wrap up, there's we may all want to say a few things. I guess for me, um, there hasn't been a celebrity, let alone a rapper, who's death affected me the way Matt Miller's did. Um, yeah. And it's and it, it took me a long time to, to understand why, but I think I know now. So like Matt Miller is not, I wouldn't consider Matt Miller, you know, my favourite artist or my favourite rapper or anything like that. I don't think he'll go down as one of the greatest rappers or have one of the greatest albums, any of these things. I don't, I, you know, um, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but I think... His, um, I think his journey and his and his soul is what makes him so endearing. And I guess, you know, his his career was up and down and up, and it and it went in different directions and whatnot. And I guess it's it's like life; um, it's not all hunky dory. You don't just you don't like start off at the top and then just keep ascending. You go through strife and struggles and whatnot, and. I guess for me, on a, a, again on a personal note, I you know I fell in love with hip hop around sort of 2010 to 2012. I was like a sponge, um, and it's a, a time in my life that I hold dearly. And he was my discovery of him was banging in the middle of that. So I feel like I've grown not only in terms of my musical taste, but as a man with him. So when he died, it was like a you know shock to the system. Um, and to this day, even now, I feel like my <laughs> I feel my my voice going a little bit. But um, yeah, just miss it, man. I just uh, yeah, something that was always focus so us as well. I get that. I get yeah. what you're saying. It's, yeah. it's one of them things as well with with Mac. Yeah, that okay. Yeah, like Sean said, he's not one of the greatest of all time, whatever. But even in any legendary team or legendary time, there's other people that are competing or other people that are on that team mm. that boost or that support the foundations of what those people, you know, those people's legacy and those people's greatness. And Mac Miller was definitely one of the front runners in this new school of rappers. But the reason why he never really got to where he got to is one, because he's white and, you know, we, let's not lie, white rappers in hip hop, except for Eminem, they get a hard time and they get this and they get that. But Mac was always genuine, always stuck to his own little thing, was always himself. and. I feel like that's why he had so much longevity and and almost like a like a cult fan base. I wouldn't say I was part of his cult fan base, but I definitely was always a fan of his progression, his journey and his honesty because he's one of those rappers who, if you listen to his project, you could hear exactly where he's at right now and understand exactly where he's at right now. Whereas a lot of rappers, mm-hmm. you don't really know what's going on with them unless they have to do the interviews where they go, oh yeah, I'm in this zone. I'm This album, I was trying to give you this. I'm trying to give you that. Matt Miller mm. never had to do the interviews to explain where his album was coming from or what he was trying to say because it was there. It was there playing as day. The ability was there playing as day. And it, it's just, yeah. He's one of those people that is, you know, immensely talented. And that's shown by the amount of people that worked with him, both legends and new school people coming up and whatever. But yeah, just gone too soon. 
gone too soon because mm. after swimming, I was excited to hear what his next project would be. And I was even thinking like, oh shit, I need to pay attention. Next time he comes over, I want to see him on tour. And then boom, he was dead. So it it, it hit me a bit and it, it's weird because normally rappers' deaths are like, oh yeah, whatever, they're dead. But this one, I was a bit like, nah, man. Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just a bit... Mm-hmm. Like I had a lot much. of regrets with Mac because obviously... I'm I'm hyper emotional with artists and like I was hating him a bit. Then I was like, am I interested? I don't know, man. It was just like so up and down. And I felt like I never got to like experience Mac in like like in a following kind of way. Rather like yeah. I'd happen to notice, oh, he's actually got a new single. I'll check that and I like that. But I think I didn't really follow his releases and I just regret that. But I don't know. I feel like I got some sort of Reconciliation when Faces reissue dropped. It felt nice. Got fresh and new again. Mm. I think he's kind of, I do, I do mm. think he's one of the greatest ever. Like for anyone that doesn't know his discography and you go through it, it's it's crazy to listen to some of the stuff he released. It's a good journey. It's mm. definitely a good journey. And it, it, yeah, it's yeah. one of those songs where it's about if you're an artist as opposed to being a rapper, then you should just stick to what's true. And what's true is just being yourself, speaking mm-hmm. about what you know, what you like to do and how you like to do it and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Honesty and integrity. That's what he's got. Yeah, it's a pure, it's a pure oh. journey. Very pure. Yeah, 100%. What about you, Theo? Because, oh, no, I, I just, his death affected me a lot because I, I just feel that Max's uniqueness is just what draws, draws, well, it always drew me across to him because he's he's just different and he found his own lane, created created his own music. He's for me the definition of an artist. Like it's just just the music he creates and just makes and sends you on a journey and paints a picture. Is just and puts you into vibrant different zones. It's just incredible. And the fact where I was listening to Swimming and I just loved all of it. Obviously, it was obviously sad and like dark. But when he passed, I was like the thought of not getting another Mac project again was just i don't know it was just heartbreaking so when circles came out I, I was just it just broke me in a way and it's the fact that he's young as well man he was still growing as an artist he, that's the thing that that's the saddest part about it he was really finding his own lane where he was just making some of the best music i know it was sad obviously the topics that he was making but his artistry was just just amazing and to be honest with you i can't i can't think of many artists that make me feel the way that mac miller mac miller did so that's why when he goes and i don't know if there's ever going to be another artist like that i know it's some sometimes cliche to say that but i i can't see it. i can't see it he was in his own different lane and i always look forward to what mac was going to bring so seeing him go is just hard but at least well, with as well yeah you can't grow up with an artist again. You, we're already yeah, grown up. Exactly. Now. We're already we're already into adulthood. So there's no time for us to spend making these mad memories, you know, or just chilling and and becoming who we are now with another artist. Like, yeah, you might like another artist's music again, but you'll be like, it will be attached to like, oh, I'm out with the kids, or I was on my way to work, or I decided to do this on the way to there. But as a mm. kid, you don't remember where or when you were listening to things per se but you know you're listening to them a lot like a yeah. lot a lot and it's like for Mac Miller's progression over the seven years that we did have him and that we did listen to him it was amazing yeah, and I don't think we're seeing artist progressions in the same manner anymore like people get better and better yeah but do they become 
he reached, he changed himself. Yeah. Like he yeah, exactly. every single project, it was something kind of like what Kanye does in a way, right? But I don't know, maybe even more. Too. He, but he yeah. was growing, wasn't he? That's the that's the bit of sweet bit. He was growing, mm. like like that. Getting that's better. the hardest. But yeah. That's the hardest mm. pit, bit to take. Circles. Because, yeah, has his best artistry. No doubt, hundred yeah, percent. Mm. Well, talking about Circle's best artistry in that video, it it blows your mind. So, the end of Circles, not the Dulux version, the end of it, the chord is like sort of unfinished. But you know, if you play it on a loop, it joins up with the start again because it goes oh. in a circle. Honestly, it mm-hmm. blew my mind. Blew my mind. This is yeah. it's, it's, it's a, an, yeah. I don't think that's a fluke. That is done on purpose because you know mm. what Max like. That is mm. crafting albums is a, is an art form, and not everyone's ridiculous. got it. Yeah, people Hedy make one good done albums that recently. Make a, huh? Hedy one done that recently as well. Hey, Hedy one the, the looping album. album. Oh, Hedy one. Oh, Jesus. I just want to say that like, I, I rate, I rate mm. that. <laughs> what that mixtape? Yeah. The, the mixtape he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Notice how yeah, no, that's how an album for me. My list is wrong, man. I need to I fix to my list. list man. My list that's... is all over the place because we're recording yeah. that soon. And my list. What, what, were you, what were you saying? Sorry, I, I shouldn't have interrupted. I think you finished. <laughs> no, I think the episode I finished. No, I finished. Theo was the only, about the only the regret. Loop. I just wish I saw Matt live. That was such a. He was in Tough. London, wasn't he? At 2013, oh. I wish I saw him live, man. What do you mean? That's a long time ago, man. No one was really checking for him like that. No, I, know, but I still feel like he hasn't actually come yeah. to the country when I was first an adult and two when I had money because I would have gone otherwise. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like I really feel like I either slept on it or it never happened. I had a chance to go in 2011. I had a chance. Um, I didn't have the money personally, but I reckon I could have like, you know. Begged and borrowed. Yeah, my parents yeah. To, yeah, yeah. But I didn't do it and I, I regret that now. But um, just, to, just to kind of briefly bring it back to circles, I think that circles is arguably one of the greatest uh you know posthumous records that any genre found, especially from the from yeah, yeah yeah well yeah i was going to say to spit like definitely from the, the rap and hip-hop world but any genre and the way his career has been handled since then the the class and you can tell that the family are very much involved and um nothing feels forced nothing feels like they're trying to make a load of money from him um and mm. and you know john bryan who who produced a lot of um circles as well is really sort of handled that music in a way that i've i personally think that mac would be would be proud of even if it isn't exactly how he would have would have made it but um yeah man rest in peace mac we uh we miss you and and happy birthday because we, we'll be dropping this on his 30th birthday so or what would have been his 30th birthday which is crazy hey this is kieran and thanks for listening shout out to my indian people i see you don't leave without hitting the link in the podcast notes to join our discord server where the discourse of our episodes continues we've got curated playlists and more for you to check out there namaskar